Now, did anyone send a postcard? I know it's a bit, probably a bit old-fashioned. I mean, people post it on Facebook. And they, but anyone trying... I mean, I'm awful, because look, somewhere, I've still got the postcard. Look, I bought this one, and we failed to send it. <laughs> but anyone, anyone received a postcard? This, it's so exciting, isn't it, to receive a postcard, receive a message from someone, someone you know, someone you love dearly. Now, somewhere... In this room, there's a big postcard. Can anyone find it? I've hidden it somewhere. Has anyone seen it? Anyone see it? Come on, have a quick look around. There's a big postcard somewhere. Ah, oh, Pam might have found it. So I want to grab that off Pam. Well, thank you, Batty. I've primed my stooges, you see. There's a picture on here. Anyone? Now, anyone any good with their pictures. Does anyone recognise where this might be? Might not. I'm extra, extra points if anyone can name where this is from. Might recognise it, anyone? Turkey, probably, actually. It's, it's a picture of Ephesus, actually. It's Ephesus. Why have I got a postcard from Ephesus? Interesting. Well, today... We're looking at one of the shortest books in the Bible, actually. Book of 2 John. And actually, it's not really... I mean, it's a letter, but it's more of a postcard, really. In fact, it was written just on one sheet of papyrus, which actually is about the size of this postcard, which is why it's so short, because it was only the amount of Greek you could get on one sheet of papyrus. So I'm going to ask Matthew to read this letter to us. And maybe as he reads it, you think about this is a letter that you've been waiting for. From the church leader to a very special woman and her children. I truly love all of you, and so does everyone else who knows the truth. We love you because the truth is now in our hearts, and it will be there forever. I pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love. I was very glad to learn that some of your children are obeying the truth, as the Father told us to do. Dear friend, I am not writing to tell you and your children to do something you have not done before. I am writing to tell you to love each other, which is the first thing you were told to do. Love means that we do what God tells us. And from the beginning, he told you to love him. Many liars have gone out into the world. These deceitful liars are saying that Jesus Christ did not have a truly human body. But they are liars and the enemies of Christ. So be sure not to lose what we have worked for. If you do... We won't be given your full reward. You won't be given your full reward. Don't keep changing what you were taught about Christ, or else God will no longer be with you. But if you hold firmly to what you were taught, both the Father and the Son will be with you. If people won't agree to this teaching, don't welcome them into your home or even greet them. 
greeting them is the same as taking part in their evil deeds. I have much more to tell you, but I don't want to write it in write it with pen and ink. I want to come and talk to you in person because that will make us really happy. Greetings from the children of your very special sister. Thank you very much. Now, uh, if you wanted to take a look at that uh, in your Bibles, then do turn to page 1162. And while you're just doing that, I wonder, where's that great postcard gone? I'm just going to wave it around a bit. Here we go. I wonder, here we have a postcard, and it says, well, who do you think it was to? Did anybody hear? Did anyone hear who it was to? Here we go. Go on, shout it out. Who was it to? Ephesus. Well, we, th- we think it was from Ephesus. So should I tell you why? We're not sure where it's from, okay? Because uh, you might notice he never really signs it properly. He just starts off from the church leader. Now, a lot of people down the years have thought this probably was referring to John, the same John as wrote the Gospel of John. And he doesn't write his name. He doesn't write John. But... A lot of the Greek is the same. A lot of the phrases are the same. A lot of the themes are the same. And there's no reason to think he didn't. So that's why we say it's probably written by the Apostle John. And you know, all the way through his gospel, he's very very coy about who he is, isn't he? He doesn't actually name himself in his gospel either. So it doesn't really surprise me that he just calls himself the elder. This this makes sense. The church leader, the elder. And then... uh, We think it's from Ephesus because we know roughly when the letter was written and we know where he was and we think he was writing from Ephesus. But who was he writing to? What's it say, Matty? Can you just read it for us, Matty? It says, From a a very special woman and her children. Ooh, well, that's interesting. I wonder who the woman was. Does anyone have any ideas? Who do you think? Who might he be writing to? Any suggestions? Or maybe, maybe it wasn't a specific woman. Maybe he was writing to a local church. Because, you know, really often in the Bible, then the church is referred to as the bride of Christ or in the feminine as a woman. So I think it's quite likely that he was actually really trying to emphasize the family relationships within a local church. He says, to the church and her children. Isn't that a wonderful way to think about us here in Camborne? To the church in Camborne, the family, complete with children. And I love it that this morning we've got adults and children all worshipping together. And it's a real responsibility, isn't it, as adults, how we tell our children and the children in our church family about what we believe. And I think that's something we're going to really focus on doing this morning. But I wonder, did anyone get anything out, particularly as we read it through? Peter said, listen and see what jumps out at you. What jumped out at you? What do you think the main topic might have been? Anyone want to make a suggestion? Was that a suggestion? Ah, yeah, you're, 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 you're not quite ready for school, are you? Okay, you need to brush this up a bit before you turn up back at school, everyone. Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think that there's a really important message about truth and love. And he's writing it because of quite a tricky situation. Did you get all that stuff in the end about how do you deal with deceivers who are changing the truth? And he's writing to a group of people where there's a bit of a problem going on with what they're saying about Jesus. 
And some of them are questioning exactly who he was. Whether maybe, was he really God? Was he really divine? Was he really man? Was he really flesh? A lot of these questions were being asked. And there'd actually been quite a split in some of the churches in that area. And he's writing to this church. He's saying, I'm so glad you're still walking in the truth and holding on to what you believe. And he's giving them some advice that in their little house church, it's not right that they invite preachers who won't preach that truth to be in their house with them, in their house church and preaching to them. They're guarding who it is who talks about Jesus to protect the truth of the gospel. But he says, you've got to do it with love. And in a lot of the translations, in the translation in the Bibles, in, in, in the church Bibles, it talks about walking in truth and love. And that's something we're going to have a go at this morning. Because it's all very easy, isn't it, to come along, to sit in this lovely building, to have people talk to you, to sing wonderful songs. But I think the challenge that we get out of a lot of the things that we've been talking about recently in Camborne Church is how do we live out our faith in truth and love in our community? And in a minute, I'm hoping that many of you will join me in getting out of the building for some more church. We're going to walk out through those doors together, adults and children. And if, you've, if you're a child, please make sure you bring a responsible adult with you, particularly one who you can ask questions of. Because we want to know what the adults think about some things. Now, I'm not going to lead this, but I've got this little prayer walk together. And what I'm hoping is that we'll make, get together in little groups as we go round on this. And I'll, I'll kind of draw us round and, and pull us together to read the prayers that are written in large purple. But I'm hoping that maybe in your family group, or maybe we'll get some particular wisdom from some of the older generation, talking to some of the younger generation, and we'll go around and we'll talk about some of these questions. We'll talk about what it means to walk together in truth and life, truth and love, and we will pray together. But I also know that for some people then walking around is not going to be comfortable for them. And so we've also prepared a guided meditation that's going to look at exactly the same themes. So whether you're coming out to pray out there and to talk about the questions out there, or whether you're staying in here to pray in here and to think about these same questions, then you will be joining in together as a united family as we think about these things. So what do you reckon? Should we give it a go? still in here. Um, I thought we'd spend sort of the next 20 minutes or so while, while the rest of our family are walking and praying, praying in here and just reflecting a little bit more deeply on this letter. Um, so I'm going to suggest that you, you might want to close your eyes, you may want to kneel, you may want to just sit, you may want to focus on, on the images on the screen. Um, I'm going to spend some time just quietly reading through this passage a number of times, asking some questions, some things for you to think about. Um, and I'm also going to have some other voices who are going to draw in some other, other passages of Scripture as well. Um, and during it, we're also going to have... Ask the music group. Sorry, I'll do it a bit closer. I turned it down so it wasn't booming. Um, I'm also going to ask the music group to play um, a little chant we might use and you might want to join in with or you may want to just listen to the music group singing it so it's really just a 
a time of space to relax and really listen to what God might be saying to you this morning through this passage. Um, So I'm going to start by just rereading the letter of 2 John. From the church leader to a very special woman and her children. I truly love all of you, and so does everyone else who knows the truth. We love you because the truth is now in our hearts, and it will be there forever. I pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love. I was very glad to learn that some of your children are obeying the truth as the Father told us to do. Dear friend, I'm not writing to tell you and your children to do something you have not done before. I'm writing to tell you to love each other, which is the first thing you were told to do. Love means that we do what God tells us. And from the beginning, he told you to love him. Many liars have gone out into the world. These deceitful liars are saying that Jesus Christ did not have a truly human body. But they are liars and enemies of Christ. Be sure not to lose what we have worked for. If you do, you won't be given your full reward. Don't keep changing what you were taught about Christ, or else God will no longer be with you. But if you hold firmly to what you were taught... Both the Father and the Son will be with you. If people won't agree to this teaching, don't welcome them into your house or even greet them. Greeting them is the same as taking part in their evil deeds. I have much more to tell you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink. I want to come and talk to you in person, because that will make us really happy. Greetings from the children of your very special sister. As you listen to that, I wonder what words or phrases jumped out at you.
to a very special woman and her children. I truly love all of you, and so does everyone else who knows the truth. We love you because the truth is now in our hearts and it will be there forever. I pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love. I was very glad to learn that some of your children are obeying the truth, as the Father told us to do. Dear friend, I'm not writing to tell you and your children to do something you have not done before. I'm writing to tell you to love each other, which is the first thing you were told to do. Love means that we do what God tells us, and from the beginning, he told you to love him. does the word love mean to you? How strongly do you link God with love? you see God as love within this church community? source of life, the one in whom we live and move and have our being. As you look around now at the people around you, the spirit of love may not be easy to see, but if you try, can you sense God's presence? Can you sense God's Holy Spirit here, in these people? Pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love. I was very glad to learn that some of your children are obeying the truth, as the Father told us to do. Dear friend, I'm not writing to tell you and your children to do something you have not done before. I'm writing to tell you to love each other, which is the first thing you were told to do. 
love means that we do what God tells us. And from the beginning, he told you to love him. From the beginning, Jesus told us to love him. Remember what he said at the Last Supper. Remember how he told his disciples to love each other just after he'd washed their feet. Listen to his words again from John 15. I have loved you just as my Father has loved me. So remain faithful to my love for you. If you obey me, I will keep loving you, just as the Father keeps loving me, because I have obeyed him. I have told you this to make you as completely happy as I am. Now I tell you to love each other as I have loved you. The greatest way to show love for friends is to die for them. And you are my friends if you obey me. Servants don't know what their master is doing, and so I don't speak to you as my servants. I speak to you as my friends. And I have told you everything that my father has told me. You did not choose me. I chose you and sent you out to produce fruit, the kind of fruit that will last then my Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. So I command you to love each other. Listen again to that. What is God saying to you as you hear it? If a phrase jumps out at you, let it hold your attention. Listen to God speaking to you through his word. I have loved you just as my father has loved me. So remain faithful to my love for you. If you obey me, I will keep loving you, just as my Father keeps loving me, because I have obeyed him. I have told you this to make you as completely happy as I am. Now I tell you to love each other as I have loved you. The greatest way to show love for friends is to die for them, and you are my friends if you obey me. Servants don't know what their master is doing, and so I don't speak to you as my servants. I speak to you as my friends, and I have told you everything that my father has told me. You did not choose me. I chose you and sent you out to produce fruit, the kind of fruit that will last 
then my Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. So I command you to love each other. Jesus' command to them then was perfectly clear. Jesus asks us to love one another. This is no surprise. This is what we too have always heard. So John can remind us of this and his first listeners. Dear friend, I'm not writing to tell you and your children to do something you've not done before. I'm writing to tell you to love each other, which is the first thing you were told to do. Love means that we do what God tells us. And from the beginning, he told you to love him. I wonder, do these words bring reassurance or challenge? Other times when we fail to love as we should. Jesus calls us to obey and to love. When have we let him down? This week? This weekend? This morning? Know this. God loves us, upholds us and can release us. As we listen to these words, talk to God about this. Let his love wash over you as you say sorry. Let his love release you and set you free.
of our brother Jesus. Your love is the love of a mother who adores her children and forgives them everything. Your love is the love of a father who is devoted to his children and accepts them always. We are your children. We fall down and you help us up. We go wrong and you put us right. Now fill our emptiness with your love. Replace our brokenness with wholeness and our weakness with your strength that we might go out into the world and be of use to you. Amen. As Paul wrote to the people of Rome, I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither heights nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So hear again what John wrote in his letter. Hear it spoken to you. Hear it spoken to us here in Camborne. To a very special woman and her children, I truly love all of you and so does everyone else who knows the truth. We love you because the truth is now in our hearts and it will be there forever. I pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love. I was very glad to learn that some of your children are obeying the truth, as the Father told us to do. Dear friend, I'm not writing to tell you and your children to do something you've not done before. I'm writing to tell you to love each other which is the first thing you were told to do. Love means that we do what God tells us. And from the beginning, he told you to love him. Many liars have gone out into the world. These deceitful liars are saying that Jesus Christ did not have a truly human body. But they are liars and enemies of Christ. There are still many who say that Jesus Christ did not have a truly human body. Or others who say that he was a mere man and not God. Who do you think he is? Hear who John said he was when he wrote his gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, 
And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. In his letter, John wrote, Don't keep changing what you were taught about Christ, or else God will no longer be with you. But if you hold firmly to what you were taught, both the Father and the Son will be with you. What is it we hold firmly to here in Camborne? We say it all starts with the Gospel. We say these words when we baptise, and we say this to you today. It was for you that Jesus Christ came into the world. For you, he lived among us and demonstrated God's love. For you, he opened up the way to the Father. For you, he struggled and suffered. For you, he endured the agony of Gethsemane and the darkness of Calvary. For you, he cried, it is finished. For you, he conquered death and rose to newness of life and ascended to God's right hand. And this he did for you. 
even before you knew it. And so God's word is fulfilled. We love God because he loved us first. So as we close, hear again John's words to the church. To a very special woman and her children. I truly love all of you, and so does everyone else who knows the truth. We love you because the truth is now in our hearts and it will be there forever. I pray that God the Father and Jesus Christ, his Son, will be kind and merciful to us. May they give us peace and truth and love.